Hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast. So on today's episode, it's me, <laughs> you lucky lot. It's just me, another solo app. And I really am excited about this episode because I want to talk about a term that in my industry gets used a lot. But from the questions that I receive from my clients and followers, you know, when I do kind of Instagram Q&As and things like that, this is a term that doesn't seem to be very well understood. And there seem to be kind of a lot of sub questions under the big question about what exactly it means and what exactly it is. And it makes total sense that this term isn't understood because there's so much contradictory information out there. And it's not necessarily wrong information on either side of the contradiction. It's more just that a lot of the time, like everything in life, the answer is nuanced and it's never really a simple black or white absolute. So body recomp, short for body recomposition. What does it mean? Well, if body composition refers to the ratio of fat mass to lean mass in the human body, And just to be clear, muscle mass is only one element of lean mass. Then body recomposition refers to your ability to change this ratio. And while it is obviously true that fat loss and muscle gain are two completely separate goals, it's also fair to say that doing one or the other is going to count as body recomp, even if it's not wholly, but just in part. But Let's start with the whole, because this is the most commonly asked question that I get asked about body recomp. Can you lose body fat and gain muscle mass at the same time? And the answer to this is yes, you can. In some cases, for some people, yes. And who are these people? Okay, bracket one. If you are new to weight training, we often talk in our industry about newbie gains. So let's break that down now in this context of body recomp. So when you start weightlifting, your rate of muscle protein synthesis is extremely high, meaning that your body is gaining more muscle mass at a faster rate than it ever has done before. And it likely ever will do again. And I you say the, the word likely there because if you were to take a really long, long, long period away from lifting and then go back into the gym, you would, you would re-experience this effect. But by and large, this is never going to happen again. It's a magic time. Your body needs the energy, aka the calories, during this time to synthesize this new muscle mass. So it is likely going to actually need to use adipose tissue, aka body fat, in order to really fuel it to be able to do this. And this means that even if you aren't in a targeted calorie deficit, rather more what you would guess would be around your predicted maintenance, um, you can still likely lose body fat and gain muscle mass at the same time. If you are in a targeted calorie deficit, it's pretty much guaranteed obviously, that at this time you're going to be doing both, which is wunderbar. And obviously, as you get deeper and deeper into your lifting career, your physique journey, this rate of muscle protein synthesis is going to dramatically slow down. Obviously, 
or <laughs> after a few years, we'd all look like the Incredible Hulk. So this is why body recomp, losing body fat and gaining muscle mass at the same time is going to get harder and harder and less and less likely as your adaptation to training progresses. And that applies to everyone unless you are on some kind of naughty supplements, in which case, no, it doesn't apply to you. <laughs> okay, bracket two. People who have a lot of body fat to lose can achieve fat loss and muscle mass at the same time. So similar to the bracket of people who are new to lifting and can achieve fat loss and muscle mass at the same time due to their extremely high rate of muscle protein synthesis, those with a good amount of excess body fat can do the exact same thing if they're in a calorie deficit. This is because their body will be using its energy stores, aka its body fat, to help synthesize new muscle where the energy from food just isn't available at that time. And this will continue to happen until that excess body fat has significantly reduced. Therefore, the ability for the body to do both at the same time will at first slow down before eventually halting altogether. Now, what if you don't fall into either of these two categories? What if you're not overweight and you aren't new to lifting? Then how can you achieve body recomposition? So I want to start this portion of the episode with a little caveat and a kind of warning of sorts, a food for thought. Most people really in the reality of things, including most of my clients, they just want to lose some body fat and gain some muscle mass and feel good in their own skin. And they really don't need to be approaching their body goals or their training goals or their food intake like a bodybuilder or a physique athlete would. For these people, and I really encourage people to, to sit and reflect, actually, what do I really want? And, and and also consider your life as well. Like, you know, a lot a lot of my clients, they they have a life they want to live and they also want to feel good in their own skin. And, you know, that means that you really don't need to be taking this that seriously, if I'm honest. For these clients and, and listeners, it's simply about keeping your energy in, aka your calories from food and your energy out aka your non-exercise activity, like steps or a short cycle to and from work every day. Also your exercise activity, and specifically in this context, weightlifting. You just need to keep all of it in a really nice, happy, healthy, conscious range. So as an example of this, let's say that I have a client who's five foot five and 60 kg and super happy with her physique. And and she didn't need to be recomping over the next, you know, five to 10 years of her, her life. I would simply say, try not to drop below a 60 to 70 K steps per week range. You know, 60 K is a nice health target for my clients. 70 K is a nice physique range, you know, and obviously we can go up from there, but you know, for this client, we're just trying to keep on this straight and narrow, try to keep training consistently three to five days per week you know, train properly, lift with intent, lift to technical failure or one to two reps shy of absolute failure and stay in a 2000 calories-ish range most of the time and you'll be grand. And, you know, often I like clients to stay on with me for a period because I think getting into that lifestyle swing and accepting that and not resenting that, but actually, yeah, really just kind of accepting that this is 
this is what they want to do and this is what they have to do to maintain a really nice physique that they're happy with. That can often take up to a year for clients to get into that mental kind of understanding and I'm cool with this <laughs> place. But then I will often say to clients, okay, you're done. Like we're done. You, you've done the work. I've done the work and, and you're, you're free. And that's always a really lovely day for everybody. However, I do often have clients who are super passionate about and excited by their physique goals. And they really want to body recomp over time. You know, they want to do it over the course of a few months, over the course of a few years. They want to get to a level that really like kind of ignites them. And I can totally relate because this is me. So for those listeners, for you guys, you do need to spend significant periods of time. And I'm talking like six months minimum, but ideally more like a year or even two lifting like a boss every week, nailing your protein intake every day and eating in a calorie surplus. Now, this is when clients will say, well, how much of a calorie surplus? And again, that kind of depends. Now, look, as a coach, I'm not a big believer that you have to get like fat as fuck to have a really successful building phase. But you probably are going to get to a point where you're not, especially if you're into physique, let's be honest. You know, the irony is you probably are going to get to a level where you're not actually that comfortable in your clothes, you know, where you are a size or two heavier or bigger than you were. And that's, that's fair to say. Okay, let's get back to the, the question. How much of a calorie surplus? And again, this depends. So as I talked about already, the newer that you are to lifting, meaning, you know, and I'm not talking about like necessarily newbie, but let's say, I don't know, you're like a year or two into your, into your lifting. So you're quite new to it. And also the leaner you are, so the less body fat you have on you already, the higher the surplus should probably be, at least initially, in order to support the rate of muscle protein synthesis and also that need for kind of more calories to synthesize muscle mass. So if you fall into a slightly newer lifter and or a leaner category, I would say aim for 10 to 20%, somewhere in that bracket, over what your predicted maintenance calories are at that time. So for example, this would look like for the five foot five, 60 kg example client I gave you, who was, was really happy and I gave you kind of some stats about where I would put that client. Going from say 2000 calories up to 2200 or 2400 calories would probably be a good idea. However, on the flip side of that, the more advanced of a lifter you are, the more advanced your physique is, or the more body fat that you have to lose, I would say a five to 10% surplus is enough. So for that same example client, the five foot five, 60 kg, that would more look like going from 2000 calories up to 2100 to 2200, for example. And as I say, as, as a coach, I would really want a minimum of six months of this, ideally a year, maybe even more before entering a slightly longer fat loss phase in slightly less of an aggressive deficit, which would have a knock-on effect on preserving muscle mass. And I'm, I want to explain that in a minute because I think on the surface it sounds different to what I actually mean. 
But that that last point about dieting and body recomposition goals, it brings me to another question I often get about body recomp and being in a calorie deficit, you know, being in the targeted fat loss phase. And that's um, how can I preserve muscle mass during this time? Because obviously it's really important to this bracket of client. So I'm just going to be totally upfront with you. It's pretty simple. The only things that you can do to preserve muscle mass when you're losing body fat is to keep your lifting on point in terms of both frequency and the intent and volume as much as you can. I mean, you might find that at a point towards the end, you might maybe get weaker. Not everybody dies. A lot of the time they kind of tell themselves that's going to happen and that's why it happens. But yeah, you know, you're having less calories, you've got less stored energy in terms of body fat on your body, you might maybe find that your training gets impacted. But just train with intent, you know, try and keep your volume as close to to your best as you possibly can. And to nail your daily servings of protein, that's it, guys, it's it's lifting and it's protein. And those are the only things you can do to ensure your muscle mass when you're in a, a deficit. That being said, it is still a good idea to avoid a steep deficit and especially a steep deficit over a a long period of time in order to help your body preserve muscle mass. For the very reason that you want to keep smashing your workouts and you want to keep your lifting as great as you can and you want to keep your total volume per week at the same level or as close to your best level as you can in order to preserve muscle mass. So, you know, I, I, I have to say as a coach, People always ask me, like, do you think like a short, sharp fat loss phase or a a longer fat loss phase? And it depends, you know, A, how much body fat do you have to lose? Because if it's not much, we can do it. We could probably implement quite a steep deficit and get in and get out really, really quickly. And that's fine. But if you have quite a lot to lose, I I do think that it it probably should be a slightly longer journey. That would be a very smart thing to do. Okay, so that concludes today's short but sweet podcast on body recomp. I hope that I have explained what it is. I hope that I've explained whether or not you can do it, you know, both sides of it at the same time. I hope I've explained who has to do it separately and how to do it separately. I hope I've caveated and informed I really want to thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. This series is is already getting amazing feedback and I'm really, really grateful. And I know I ask this every week and probably people are just turning off right now. But if you like this episode or any episode of the podcast, please share it on social media. Please like it on whichever platform you're downloading it from. Please leave a good review for me. It all really, really, really helps. And I will see you next week when I will have another amazing guest on. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.